Robots Radio presents Rated M for Mature. Welcome back, everybody, to the Download Weekly Gaming News, the show where we give you the DL on the latest in gaming every week in a small, bite-sized download. I am your glorious host, Jameson. And I'm your other fabulous host, Brenna. And this is our last official episode of 2020. Episode 25 very uh very fitting it's actually pretty good that like that's like half a year right there yeah it is like on like on the dot uh but yeah so that's episode 25 uh we are after this episode airs we're going on a holiday break a much much needed little vacation for ourselves uh what that means for you guys though not much really because there'll still be content coming out the two weeks that we're gone, uh, and then we will resume our normal episodes. Uh, and in coming in January, after the holidays, we have our, as per usual, bi-yearly state of the podcast. So, like I said, holiday break will start, you know, when you're listening to this. And then we will have a special world-building episode coming out on the 28th of December that will cover uh, our kind of intro and what we've done so far with our Goose and Lion project, which we kind of teased a little bit about. And then on January 4th to kind of kick off the new year with a good start, I guess, we will have an episode talking about uh, health and fitness as it kind of relates to gaming, which kind of relates to just, you know, being in a chair, sitting all the time. So um, some things to look out for and some things you can do to game smarter. And then we will return on January 11th with our normally scheduled podcast. Uh, so that's kind of going to do it. Uh, we are sponsored by Loot Crate, Gamefly, Green Man Gaming, and NordVPN. We actually got an email today from uh, Loot Crate that they're doing a very cool like t-shirt capsule thing for Avatar The Last Airbender. Super tempted. Super tempted, yeah. not going to lie. They're pretty nice designs. Yeah, it's five t-shirts, and it's for the 25th year anniversary, which is insane. 25th year? There's no way that it's been 25 years since Avatar came out. There's That's not it, possible. It's not possible. I thought I saw something like 20, or maybe it's 15? Probably 15. It's got to be 15. 2005, yeah, 15. Yeah. Oh, why? Where I got the two from. Which is a little late because the first episode aired in February 2005. So we're we're about to hit the 16th anniversary because 2021. But uh, yeah. But yeah, it's just a few t-shirts. So no figures or anything like that, but still are, pretty cool. Yeah, they're cool t-shirts. Watch Avatar if you haven't. Very good. How have you not? Not the live action, not the movie with the blue people. Oh, that was a good movie, too. Yeah, it was very visually pleasing. It was. Anyway, we're going to dive on in. Uh, not too much, terribly much to talk about this week. So kind of the big thing is all of these uh, post-cyberpunk develop launch developments 
and uh, unfortunately quite a lot of them are very negative which is very sad to see because the game itself is actually quite good the stories are you know the story is pretty gripping the voice acting is amazing and it's a very ambitious project that i think is only going to get better with each update with each addition to the game in terms of content uh that all said you know watch out for some misleading uh articles out there like this particular one that popped up uh on our twitter feed last week was uh cd project red founders have lost one billion dollars since cyberpunk 2077 launch that is uh false they have not lost any money uh that is uh very much clickbait i don't know why craig's been being weird he gave me that alert again that he's not listening but anyway so cd project red their stock dropped after the launch and all the negative publicity uh and so that is what the article is talking about so in actual terms they have technically lot not lost any money their assets which is stock or i guess in this case it's stockholders equity has lost value so until they sell their stock they have not gained or lost anything um if you want to get super technical because it's all about transactions when it comes to accounting so yes technically their the value went down uh but that being said it's not the lowest value that cyberpunk has ever been at uh or cd project red has ever been at so it's nothing too terribly to blink at and if you know anything about stocks they're incredibly volatile so pretty clickbaity um unfortunately their investors have filed a lawsuit in poland and um the lawsuit is asserting that uh cd project red may have issued uh materially misleading information to their shareholders and investing public and is asking um and so they are reaching out to investors to see you know who incurred losses and trying to assemble a uh looks like a class action i guess yeah um i don't like in my mind i feel like this would just get tossed out because I feel like CD Projekt Red's been like pretty damn clear and transparent the last eight months that you know they're having issues optimizing the game for con for consoles both last gen and next gen, and that they needed more time to deal with all the bugs and stuff. So I think at this point it's mostly just public reaction. Well, I mean, he did. So there was a few people that were reassuring the public and everybody that game is running surprisingly well on last gen. So that would be PS4 and Xbox Series X. And so, I mean, saying that it, it runs surprisingly well is a little bit misleading because it's not surprisingly well. It's completely, I mean, for some people, unplayable completely. I mean, surprisingly well to me is extremely vague terminology. Like in my in my mind, I could make the argument that surprisingly well just means that it runs at all. Yeah, but I mean, that's not the agreement that you have when you buy a game. 
not that it just runs no that i can actually play it so i see where that is like you bought you purchased the game thinking that i'm going to be able to play this game and in fact you aren't able to I mean, it, if we really want to get into the nitpicky part of that, too, it's like there's so many little arguments that can be made for literally everything. If you can't play the game the way it's meant to be played, and and especially since other people are playing it the way it's meant to be played. That's what I refund, get how that's that's what refunds are for, though. Yeah, but I mean, this this is a misleading statement that it's running fine. Saying that Surprisingly fine. well. It's saying that it's running surprisingly well. Either way, it is misleading. I I disagree. I feel like they've been I feel like they've been pretty clear. And I mean, what what company would not say things to their investors to reassure them? Because I'm pretty sure every company does that. Oh, we had a bad quarter. Not to worry. Next quarter is going to be better. We have this coming out. That's all they do. And, uh, and, you know, anything that's not like hard numbers or data that comes from the company, like if you're an investor and I hear someone within the company just saying stuff, I'm going to take that with a grain of salt because there's no, okay. with, unless there's something for me to back that up, then I'm well, just then saying that they can actually get the frames per second at what they said they would be for last gen consoles. If they're not they're not even able to do that then obviously that's like one standard standardized number that you should be able to hit and they're not yeah but even then like when you're talking about trading stocks is it's mostly is it's mostly hard numbers it's financials so cyberpunk sold 10 million plus copies during launch week that's hard numbers that's big revenue after all this the stock is going to shoot back up because once they do their, you know, their they report their earnings, I'm sure they're going to report a substantial amount of money. So again, it seems like jumping, jumping the gun. Like it's a lot of hearsay. Like you know, how how are you going to prove in court that that guy said it runs surprisingly well? That's you know, that's a he said, she said kind of thing. I mean, I feel like what's going to end up happening is I don't think it's actually going to get thrown out. I think it might actually go through because of the fiasco with the next gen or with the previous gen consoles it's i mean sony has removed it from their stores obviously we've we've seen that and it's like it's just not helping i mean the fact that people this many people are asking for refunds and this many people can't play the game it's like you know unplayable to them so crashy so buggy things like fallout 76 or things it was just it's not playable for them and granted I wish CD Projekt Red had never put it on previous consoles. Like, they should have just should never have done it. Period. Because the game, without that drama, it's fine. Which without also, the previous gen consoles drama is fine. Well, and I think also, it's the hype. Because again, how many other games have we seen that have a tough launch and have recovered? But you don't see people filing lawsuits. You don't see Sony being like, we're removing this game. It's all the hype. And so all everybody's just taking advantage of the hype for their personal interests. You know, Sony, they're they're on their high horse saying that, you know, over here at Sony, we have standards we have to maintain. And so we're going to remove this game from the store and offer refunds to anybody. That's garbage. Like, come on. 
if I want to spend 10 minutes. It's smart. I don't know, because you don't want to be associated oh, wait, no. with it's, whatever happened, right? That's not my company. That's what I'm saying, is it's it's Sony on their high horse. They are taking the the public relations high ground by saying saving their asses. By saying <laughs> like we are, you know, we're looking out for the gamer that this doesn't meet the quality, which we all know is just, you know, PR talk because we've seen some of the stuff that Sony has on their system and they do not care. So again, exclusives are decent have run decently well, except for uh, that's true. But we also don't know yeah. what's exclusive to Sony Japan. Who knows what all kind of dark games and secrets lurk on PlayStation in Japan. I don't wanna know anything about Sony Japan. Exactly. So they can they can ride off on their little high horse. Uh Microsoft did the right thing by offering refunds but not pulling the game. Because as many gamers commented on Microsoft's statement to this, and they even uh, added an addendum to their statement that after all of the uh, feedback they received from the public, they decided not to pull the game because players still wanted the ability to get the game, those that believed that it would get better. And they've patched it twice now, and it is getting better. Well, and also, this is for the store. Like, there are still digital copies floating around that you can purchase for a PlayStation 4. Oh, yeah. It's just it's just so like Sony-specific store. Right. So it's not like this is, you can't purchase it, period. You know, PlayStation 4 disc, or you just can't buy it off of the PlayStation store. Like, yeah. Um, website. On, on the, or on the system. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's a very small, small section of the market because, you know, most of the people are going to buy their games from third parties. They're not going to buy it directly from Sony or Microsoft. Uh, additionally, Best Buy decided that they're going to offer returns on uh, hard copies, even if they are open. Okay, Best Buy, just go lose some money, why don't you? Because all these people now are going to be like, oh man, I'm going to just play and beat the game return it and then i'll buy it later on sale when dlc comes out i mean that's a lot of rushing to play some games this is supposed to be a pretty long game but i mean why not well it's 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 long if you do everything that right. shows up in the game oh yeah but well, there's I think... like speed runners that finish skyrim in like 13 seconds you're like what are you what are you doing yeah i think someone someone said it was about uh it was in the teens, the upper teens, if you just played the main story. Uh, that it was in the upper teens in terms of game length. I can't remember. I mean, we did one mission in the very beginning. It took me two and a half hours. I know. I know. So I think it's every bit like 20 something hours, but uh, I just said low teens to be safe. Uh, and apparently there's a new bug that has come to light. Uh, this is that if the uh, Cyberpunk 2077 save file gets above 8 megabits, that it may be become permanently corrupted and unusable, which means you'd have to restart at a previous save. Uh, they say that the, the glitch is due to players having uh, too much items and crafting materials that they, like, they're in their, like, stash or their their thing they're just carrying around obscene amounts of items and that it's uh 
it's inflating the uh, say the the size file, and I guess it's triggering this this corruption. So they're working on a patch for that right now. But uh, that's uh, I thought that was quite quite silly. I mean, it is a really silly patch. It's something that you wouldn't you really wouldn't want to see because obviously I want to carry around and we have max limits. It's not like my character can carry everything in the world. Yeah, but I mean, again, these kinds of bugs is not something you can test for. You know, like no one's going to say, you know, they're not going to be like, all right, let's just max out like infinite inventory. That's going to crash the game. They know that. But who would have thought that players carrying just an absurd amount of items would cause the file save to corrupt like that. I, mean, I wonder what's absurd. That they don't they don't say, uh, but they do. They do also mention, though, if you use the item duplication glitch. Oh, do not use that save file because that will automatically corrupt your save file. So it sounds like some people are doing some hinky so stuff. So many glitches. Good yeah. Lord. So it sounds like some people are doing some. Exploiting which is uh, taking advantage of a glitch. And then it's corrupting their save files. Uh, but Hotfix 1.05 did come out, uh, fixing some more bugs. It disabled the debug console so they could, uh, uh, you know, do some more fixes. But they're, they're going to just, it's in it. They're going to keep working on it. The first major patch will come after the holidays in January. It's going to be like 40 gigs or something. So just they're at all they're asking is just to be patient. They're working on it. Like, yeah. you know, while you guys are all, you know, bitching and complaining, you know, they're working overtime through the holidays so that you can play your stupid video game. So, I mean, yes, they shouldn't have released yes, it. Yes, they should have waited if it wasn't ready. Yes, they should have released a more complete version of the game. But, you know, that's what happens when a bunch of, you know, immature gamers get all upset that their games are getting delayed. I mean, it also probably was a big pressure from corporate you know, investors and things like that to also we're spending so much money PRing this thing. You need to release it. Guaranteed there's pressure from all over the place. One hundred percent. That's part they of the reason. You shouldn't have hyped it up so soon. Yeah, and that's one thing we mentioned. There's this whole this whole trend towards them hyping games so early before the game is really development. Companies are announcing it. They're showing trailers. They want you to order and find the product ends up being something completely different. So it's you know anthem. It's the anthem syndrome. So anywho, so that's your cyberpunk news. Uh, you know, unfortunate, unfortunate, but again. You know, it's going to be a great game, guys. Just try and buckle down, hang on, you know, delay playing it. Happens to everybody. I mean, you know, it took me three days to get my Assassin's Creed Valhalla to work before I figured out what the problem was. You know, stuff happens sometimes. You just got to be patient. I guess there's a lack of patience for console players because at least as a PC player, you understand that Things break. I mean, you have a, programs break. Things like go wrong all the damn time. You sit in there, especially when you build your own stuff. You're just like the amount of headaches. It's not just I have a computer and it runs like a console. No, there's a lot of things going on. So I get that console players don't understand 
the being finicky and having to kind of deal with things and work around stuff and figure things out. Welcome to PC gaming. Yeah. Except we can get better performance. Girl. Uh, so a few small stories uh, to share as well. Uh, Microsoft, Nintendo, and Sony have all pledged to make gaming safer. Uh, they are they outline this whole initiative to protect their youngest and most vulnerable players. Um, so this is just a little snippet of what they said. We believe that hate and harassment or exploitation of younger players in any way have no place in gaming. We partner with our community to promote safe gaming behavior and encourage the use of reporting tools to call out bad actors. We comply with all local laws and will respond to any to all lawful requests from law enforcement. We probably blah 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 blah. Um, do they do they not realize that these younger members of their community are just as bad? As the older members of the community talking about it starts with them. Literally, every time we have been on, it has been some like 14 year old, 15 year old just screaming obscenities. And and there's like every once in a while, you'll kind of get that like douchey older person that does stupid stuff in response. There's never a start, really. I feel like you just get some kids. Yeah, well, you get some kids that just hop on and immediately just start screaming. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, this so is great. Don't, don't get me don't get me wrong. This is a good initiative, right? We want. I mean, I want it not for kids. Make it safer for me. I don't want to, have to deal with these yeah. idiots. I'm just trying to relax and play my video game, and I got to listen to like some stupid rant or someone starts screaming. So, and and they're never original. Like none of these jokes, quotations, jokes are slang or any sort of derogatory thing i'm like can you come up with something new like good that was fun in like 2007 can we come on well speaking of that twitch has been uh twitch has been busy banning some more words from chat because that's obviously very high on their priority list yeah that's Um, what they should be doing so they banned uh uses of the so words aren't banned but they won't be allowed to refer to the or used to negatively refer to another person's sexual practices, but for all intents and purposes, they're basically banned. Uh, they don't want people using words like simp or incel or virgin uh, under this new policy. So, that's the thing. Those are the words. That's the thing. Yeah, because they're saying people are using it as like derogatory. Like if I'm supporting a female streamer, there, you know, people in the chat are calling me a simp. No, I honestly I mean, don't see why simp is that. It's not that derogatory of a term. Let's be honest. I mean, and it's not that far off, depending on what female streamer you're supporting. Let's be real. And I'm, there's definitely like simp pride out there. Be proud. <laughs> be proud. You should have your own flag. Uh, additionally, they have also banned, and this this is this is how they phrased it. They have banned the N word when used with the hard R. Other variations of the word are still allowable. Again, as long as they do not negatively refer to something or are used in hate speech. 
I had to refrain from blowing out my mic. Ridiculous. I mean, everyone, you know, you see so many things. People re replace the G's with B's. I've seen that so many times. It's just, and also they're not going to monitor this. This is not the thing to monitor. So they, they, they informed uh, gamers that they do need to update their, uh, their text chats if they wish to have other variations of the word be allowable for moderation. I mean, people were able to get away with a lot in Club Penguin, and that had the most restrictive like <sighs> chat I think I'd ever seen in my life. Well, and it's just like, my whole thing is like, what are your, like, I was just generally confused seeing all this. Like, why, why, why is any of this a priority? Like, the N word has pretty much always been banned anywhere and everywhere. Why it's requiring clarification or adjustment, you know, is beyond me. Like, I get to there are people out there who use it for artistic purposes when they're making music. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, if you're going to ban a word, ban the word. So, you know, don't let people just come up with other ways to to say it and use it. But then at the same time, like Twitch is completely overloaded with DCMA takedown notices, which have gotten so extreme that they are banning, you know, people who are just playing the video game. The video game audio is playing and they're receiving DCMA takedown notices. If they turn off the audio, they're getting DCMA takedown notices for sound effects. Some sound effects now have triggered lawsuits. Like, are we just supposed to play Twitch games in utter silence now? Apparently. So it's How like, about you make your own gun noises? Pew, 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 pew. Yeah, so it's like, what are your priorities? And then on top of that, like, you know, you have, like, people doing all sorts of absolutely terrible things on your platform while they're streaming. You know, like, you know, you have people, you know, basically you know spouting hate speech or very extreme re religious views which you know first amendment rights but there there is a line okay it's not first amendment at this point you're not standing on the streets you're using a platform which means that it's not your right to say what you want if you want to use that platform you agree to the terms and conditions and if their terms and conditions say that you can only talk about this god you can you know what i mean they they could have the most ridiculous terms and conditions you can only talk about simps on this website and if you say anything else we're banning you out of here and they can do that it's your own it's your prerogative as a company technically true uh and then you know they also have people basically doing you know light porn on their site as well and you know it, it might as well like, be omegle or chat roulette at that point well and so on on their uh, Twitter post about them talking about the, you know, the, the N word rules that they readjusted, uh, the, the top comment was someone posted a video of a Twitch streamer uh, bending over, you know, spreading her cheeks and showing off for uh, the cam, you know, full everything, everything visible. Uh, and hold on, just just to sweeten it. She is still active, not banned. Her account is still active, and she's a Twitch partner. <clears throat> so the guy's like, like, all right, you know, glad to see you're, you're working on this, but, you know, what about all of this 
on your website and the various ranges from that extreme to the more soft core items that are happening. It's just it's like why there are so many get an oldie fans, do anything else. It, I mean, this is for I don't know. Twitch has become a very interesting and incestuous place. Honestly, like I'm so over Twitch and YouTube in general. Like I wish there was alternatives. I really do. Yeah, I guess I, I my YouTube usage is so limited to like a very niche thing. Like I look at my YouTube streamers for the games that I like and now graphic design and that's it. But even still, YouTube is really starting to abuse yeah, content YouTube creators. Sucks. Yeah, with ads. And it's like, ah, it's so yeah, it's just everything's a mess. Um, but on to brighter topics, uh, Cyberpunk Red, they're developing a miniature game now. Uh, so it's a tabletop RPG, but they're adapting it into a miniatures game as well called Combat Zone. So if you're a fan of tabletop games and miniatures, like this is the thing for you. I love I love miniatures. I will probably unfortunately spend stupid amounts of money. I know. Especially when you can go on Hero Forge and make your own special miniatures for this. <sighs> it's a problem. Uh, additionally, the creator, the co-creator behind the glorious game that is Dead Space, uh, is working on a new game called Callisto Protocol, and they released a a red band trailer for the game uh, during the game. And they stated that uh, yes, it looks like a lot like Dead Space, but you know, makes sense because it's. However, uh, in a statement, they said. You know, we did it with Dead Space. We'll do it again. And their goal is to make Callisto Protocol much more terrifying than Dead Space. And I don't know if I can handle it. No, I couldn't handle Dead Space. I, I couldn't handle any of the Dead Spaces. Even the third one, which is the mildest, was just absolutely terrifying. I'm not kidding. I didn't play it, but I was there when it was played because I had it. My friend did not, but he would come over and I would watch him play and we would scream together. And that I was like moral support. I was like a moral support gamer. And that was it. I mean, I'm excited because they do absolutely phenomenal work and they do, you know, Dead Space was an incredibly, incredibly uh, defining game. Bit. So. I yes. love the way that they had their weapons, the way that, I mean, the way that ever the level design was, it was all very nice. Yeah, good stuff. So that's, that's pretty much it. Uh, but as we kind of close out the year, I'm going to, I don't even want to read game release dates because they're, you know, it's all the stuff we've already talked about. Uh, so we'll just kind of wrap up with some of our closing thoughts on the year, end of 2020, uh, just anything gaming related, podcast related personal other you got anything any, any? are you gonna, gonna make me go first yes. of course you are yeah. i um, i always talk and go first so it's more fun it's more fun to talk the most of these sections and then throw me to the bus at the very end yeah yeah, yeah i expect you to be more like aggressive and jump in front of the bus earlier okay well about this no i i don't know this year this year in gaming also it mirrored how terrible this year kind of is 
And that's a little unfortunate. And I'm ready. This is the point, though, right? It can't, let's hope, get any worse. You know? Let's just say that, you know, we got some, we got some gates. Assassin's Creed Valhalla came out. That was really cool. Ghost um, of Tsushima. Ghost of Last Tsushima. Year. 80s came out. Fall Guys. Fall Guys. Yeah. Among Us got popular. Last Did. of Us 2. Cyberpunk. I mean, all in all, it was a pretty good year for gaming despite everything. Yeah, there's a solid amount of gaming coming through. There's definitely a big shift that's happened in the industry with things like E3 not really mattering anymore and the Game Awards not really mattering anymore. And it's being corporatized quite a lot. And so yeah, we're kind of seeing that shift of it being so popular. Video games are so popular these days. We need to stop with all the conferences. Too many conferences. It was like COVID I, this year, and we're like, okay, we're canceling E3. And then all of a sudden, it was like 20 like digital conferences. Too many. Nothing. Showed nothing. They never show anything. It's all it's all the stupid hype train marketing now. That's what I've been saying. Like it's just uh it's literally just like here's a trailer for our project that's in like just starting development. We'll see you in two to four years. Pre-order below. It's like you showed me like a clip of someone walking in the streets with maybe some epic music that is incredibly CGI'd. That's what, not what, what am the, I supposed anything to... is gonna render, yeah. Yeah. Like if anything, like Cyberpunk did the best out of the year because in all actuality, they showed the most gameplay out of any other games. Like there was games that weren't showing gameplay, like even up until release. They were show they would do it would show the trailer and it would be have the little text in the bottom that's very faint that you could hardly read and it's like and it's like a footage rendered in game engine. It's like okay, that's not like actual like gameplay. Or be like gameplay rendered like it's like, oh that's not no, stop. I miss the days where E3 was like, you know, it started you had people going out there doing their whole speeches. This is our new innovation and here is our game. And then it was like a 10 minute trailer of them showing you the world and showing you the mechanics. And then afterwards, they stood up there with a controller and played it in front of you. And they're like, all right, games coming out like in the next six months. And you're like, yeah. yes. And then, now after, it's like, on, but then afterwards, they would do like a 45 minute gameplay walkthrough with like some interviewer where you would go and it would be 45 minutes of full gameplay. Yeah. Good day. Now we get now we get like very like narrowly defined like 10 or 15 minute scenes that are so like controlled. It's just you mean, like the PlayStation demo for the uh game, the walk game that they demoed the 15 trillion whatever triangles and their new graphics that thing oh yeah, yeah that was the the unreal engine 5 on the playstation 5 it's just yeah. ah it's like we're sounding like crabby old gamers right now no we just have like it's just it just goes again to show like the whole it's just a whole shift in gaming and it's why i've stopped pre-ordering games I don't buy a game until it comes out anymore because of this reason. 
And because of so many other games that do, you know, on PC, early access is a huge thing. I've been burned so many times by games that are like, you know, oh man, this is what we got coming, you know, early access, start playing now. It's, you know, early access. So it's beta, it's beta alpha in some cases. So it's, you know, you know what to expect when you sign up for early access, but then, you know, the development slows, they prioritize the wrong things or when the game gets completed, just nothing that they promise is included. And it's just like, thanks, you know, waste of my time. I get games are incredibly hard to develop, but you know, let's go back to the time where you didn't show us the game until it was ready. You didn't tell us the release date until it was ready because all we heard this year was we're delaying the game because it's not ready. And that's, that's like it, you know, and that's on you. Like if you're upset how people react when you delay the game, that's your fault for telling them when they can expect the game. And that's part of the problem is companies are setting these dates so far in advance and then they're like, all right, guys, we got to beat this. And they crunch all their workers to meet it. And they're like, all right, it's not ready. It's just, it's honestly, it really has to just be something to do with financials, something to do with investors saying that you need to have it out by this quarterly and then be good with our investors. We'll be happy. The board will be happy. These types well, of it's, things. It's because it's because video games are a loss. Like from the moment you start developing the game, you have lost money. I mean, the entire time movies, you were developing though. the game. No, because movies, they will usually buy it. They will buy into it. And movies, they can get... Movies have gotten so good because of the amount of time they've been around at predicting, like, you know, this actor, that actor, like this director of, you know, what they can expect in the box office. Uh, and games have been around much shorter and their budgets have grown much bigger. And they're trying to, you know, hit this really high bar and they are falling super short. So it's it's expectation setting and project management needs to happen internally. Uh, I get it that you're, you know, you're struggling. You know, you got to pay your employees. You got to pay for your office, your equipment, you know, and you're just paying that all out of pocket till the game gets developed. But that's what everyone else has been doing for the last 20 plus years and they've managed to make it work. So let's, you know, again, let's rein it in. Yeah. I think we just need to take a, a step back from everything. Cause as you said, gaming has been around for a while and has been doing great up until recently. It's just a shift from becoming more popular. And then obviously people that don't necessarily understand community and the system the ecosystem that is video games have kind of changed the dynamic and it's unfortunate well and you know what better way to get someone to buy into a video game that's never played before you get these a-list actors to act in it and then you get these big budgets you know when they're spending you know 10 15 20 plus million dollars to develop a game you know there's you know some of these games recently in the last couple of years you know, tens of millions of dollars. There well, was, who was it? Well, there was one game that was a hundred million dollars. I mean, Jon Snow was Avengers. in Infinity. Avengers. They spent over a hundred million dollars in developing that Avengers game, and I don't even I think they made. I don't even think they made thirty. No. So it's just it's weird. 
But that's kind of a weird tangent. Uh, that was a long tangent from our closing tangent. thoughts for the year. Uh, okay, let me tell you guys something uh, good, positive. I'll end on something good. I'm getting a new car. How I have to get the new car kind of sucks, but I'm going to see it as a great thing. I'm getting a new car. That is a great thing. Uh, I am I am starting a new job in, in January. Uh, I'm still waiting on my grades, but I'm choosing to focus on uh right? on starting. starting the job i've on done Geesling. i've done everything i can it's it's it's, it's yeah. i know uh you know the podcast did really great this year we like the the 2020 year wrapped we saw like incredible growth thank you to people listening and uh what was the best like uh england canada australia were the huge yeah, but there was one that had grown like a stupid amount, and it was a really random country. I don't remember. I could probably pull it up real fast right now. I bet you. I mean, Ireland has always been a really big country for us for some reason. I <sighs> couldn't tell you. Ireland's been doing great. We're always on the yeah. charts in Ireland. It was something. It's probably because we're so crude. I love it. I'm pulling it up. I mean, but we've like since June, we've done a really good job at like tempering. We're making it a little bit more PG. Right. Definitely we just, need to do a goose and lion after hours. We just need another show where we can uh, be more, be more aggressive. The United Kingdom was where we grew the most. Four hundred percent in the United Kingdom grew one hundred percent in Australia. Uh, across the board, though, the, the show grew one hundred and seventy six percent. You know, we have listeners in over 20 countries. I mean, granted, this is only on Spotify. Yeah, but I mean, that's that's still pretty dang good numbers. Like, I, I mean, I'm saying it's probably grown other places as well. Yes. So, uh, you know, last week was our second largest week like ever. Uh, in terms of, yeah, in terms of like listens and everything, it was a pretty it was a pretty high week. Um. So, you know, it's been it's been a good a good podcast year, all things considered. If you guys like us so much, you should definitely go to our website and buy our custom merch. Or leave a review. Cool. It doesn't cost anything to leave a review. It'll he's make me so back happy. You guys is going mental. Just just tell me that you like me. <laughs> or Brenna. I know none of you like me. You all like Brenna. <laughs> Leave, leave a comment leave a review yeah. i almost made a simp joke about geese and i felt very awkward about it make it i don't know where it is now oh. i i shamed it away i'm disappointed uh yeah so i mean you know a lot of despite a very tough year overall there was a lot of good things across the board uh so you know here's to here's to another year it's yeah that's it only going up right yeah because it's going from 20 to 21 oh look at that there we uh, go that's how counting works you have a <laughs> you have a board in front of you that has things that you can use for audio tracks they're so loud and aggressive though <laughs> i should use them but they are very loud and very aggressive fantastic uh but yeah so that's gonna do it for uh for this week so you know we told you our holiday plans coming up uh keep an eye on the website and the youtube because we'll be posting stuff you know for these uh uh bonus episodes that we're working on 
and uh, I'm trying to think what else. You know, there'll be more more coming. Those these bonus episodes that we're doing are like the start of a series, so we'll be doing more world building. We'll be doing more health and fitness related stuff. So check those out. Let us know what you think. Give us some feedback. Talk about them. Yeah. So especially in these episodes, we do ask you guys to go in and give us feedback, especially for the fitness one, because I go through a few examples. So if you guys have anything that you want me to specifically talk about or go over, please let us know. We did the same thing for the world building. There is a type of world or style or question or something or topic that you really, really want us to go over. Please, we will give you ideas. We will go over it. It would be a ton of fun for us to have content that you guys want to hear. Yeah, and especially with these two things, uh, it's it's only going to benefit you more if you interact with us more, because we're only going to tell you the things that we know and the things that we think is applicable. Uh, and we might for well, guaranteed we're going to forget things, we're going to not mention things, uh, or we're going to skip things. And so the only way to prevent that from happening is to you know ask those questions or ask those things that you think of while you're listening. Uh, but you know, thank you to all, thank you guys for a fantastic year. Please, you know, have a happy, safe holidays. You know, be smart, be safe. That's, you know, all you can really do. It's going to get better next year. You know, just you got to be you got to be optimistic because it it doesn't benefit you otherwise. So, uh, you know, thank you for a great 2020. We're looking forward to 2021. A lot of big things uh, coming for us. We, we we're working. We're working hard behind the scenes. So, uh, and to those of you that have, you know, stood by us, Patreon, this entire time, you know, much love to all of you, T-Nugget, Dr. Brandroid, Durka, Poolfire93, Miller, Cyber Shorty, Old Stray Dog, nothing, nothing we can do to thank you enough. So we're going to try though next year. Uh, that's all we can promise is that we just keep trying and, uh, you know, where to find us www.dlgamingnews.com. That's the hub for everything. We're all over social media. Goose Cat Productions, DL Gaming News, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, DL underscore Jameson, DL underscore Mother Goose, literally everywhere. But all can be found on our website. So with that, again, happy holidays. Happy New Year. We will see you guys after the break. Good luck. Have fun. Remember, keep your goose loose. Looking for an RPG podcast that isn't just D&D? Roll to cast is the answer. No, no, wait, sorry. What games have we played so far? Well, we've done Cyberpunk 2020. What does it mean to have a voice? And there's going to be something big coming, Chumba. Hey, if you're listening, I won. I beat you. You suck. There was a time when we were slamming things against our phones and... <laughs> Vampire the Masquerade. Chloe, Sam. You can't use those words! He's going to grab Vincent, press him against the wall. I mesmerize him. This is Adelaide's Anarch movement. First out of your chair, your hand goes to your gun and you draw. Hulk Cthulhu. Told you I had it. Oh, we've all got the creeps going. I love it so much. Hey, right there. Screechy child. <laughs> my favorite daughter. Maybe after what we just seen, we're feeling a bit trigger happy. And the new Cyberpunk Red. Babe, you're good, but better. But maybe you might be able to give me a counter Straight through his neck. I don't see bone either, but I'm not gonna look. My leg's fine. I always knew you wanted to fly, kid. Come find me. 
Roll to cast. R-O-L-E. A new game every season. Original music. Original stories. Interviews with the creators. And delightful Aussie accents. Listen to us on all good podcatchers. You can support us on Patreon for bonus content. That's Roll to cast. R-O-L-E. Come discover a new world. Have you ever wanted to learn more about geography without sitting through a snoozy old lecture? Geography Arcade is a weekly podcast all about your favorite video games and their geographic lessons, inspirations, and even some minor analysis. Some may say analysis, boo. Well, we're gonna learn and have fun while we talk about Pokemon, Elder Scrolls, and much more. Come join the adventure at Geography Arcade on your favorite podcatcher and YouTube.